I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, here we are. The Thursday before spring break, the end of the third quarter. And it's been a dramatic quarter in all sorts of ways for the community of Virginia Theological Seminary. But just for a moment, I just want to pause and recognize that in the last week, one of the greatest physicists of our age passed away, Stephen Hawkins, suffering from Lou Gehrig's disease most of his life, most of his adult life, outlived many who have that horrendous disease and trapped in a body increasingly crippled, thought vast thoughts about the cosmos and the nature of black holes. He truly was a remarkable genius. So in his honor, I'm going to tell two jokes about physics. <laughs> now, Joke number one, a photon, a photon, P-H-O-T-O-N, checks into a hotel. The bellhop turns to the photon and says, have you got any luggage? The photon replies, no, I travel light. <laughs> now for those who haven't done physics recently and didn't quite get the joke, the crucial piece of information you need to know is that a photon is a light particle. So hence, you have the photon is literally without luggage, and simultaneously, it is light. All right, let's try this one. Two atoms walking along a road. One atom turns to the other and says, oh my, I've lost an electron. The other atom says, are you sure? The first atom replies, yes, I'm positive. <laughs> yeah, do you know, the, you, I would say in terms of physics literacy, my survey of faces, is about two-thirds are not sure, and one-third remember their high school physics. So just to remind you, an, an atom without an electron is a positively charged atom. There you go. Okay, now notice these are difficult jokes to get, and that, brothers and sisters, is the whole point of the gospel. Uh, you've got to marvel at my segues. I mean, that's pretty impressive. So in what sense is that the point of the gospel? So here is the Johannine Jesus trying to explain his significance to those around him. And he says, look, you guys, you just don't get me. You don't get who I am. You don't get what I'm called to do, despite four testimonies. You have the human testimony of John the Baptist, 
and you don't get that. You have the divine testimony of the work of the Father in terms of the things I do, and you don't get that. You have the divine testimony in terms of the Father, God's presence, and you don't get that. And you have the witness of Scripture, and you don't get that either. The point is simple. For some reason, humans have an inability to get it, to grasp the significance of Jesus, Jesus' identity, and Jesus' ministry, and the way in which it impacts all of us. And you can see why this passage is chosen for Lent. Because one of the challenges of Lent is that here we are in a season where all of us have to own up that there are certain parts of the gospel we rather not get. I mean, we know the gospel calls us not to gossip. Let's take something fairly trivial. Not to gossip. We know that's a gospel obligation. But actually, we enjoy it. So we do it anyway. We know the gospel invites us to talk to people we profoundly disagree with, but we rather not. We know the gospel invites us to have some sort of discipline in our lives around prayer and service, but we just find it all too difficult. In fact, we both don't get it, and we would rather not get it. We don't want to know about photons and atoms and electrons. We rather not bother. So the challenge of the gospel tonight is a real invitation to use this liturgy and use it as a space to really think through the aspects of the gospel we rather not get, we rather ignore, we would prefer to avoid we don't want to confront the challenge of this or the challenge of that. And live in that place during this liturgy and invite the resources of the table to provide us with the grace that those aspects of the gospel we're resisting, we have the resources of God to live into. Amen.